Cattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Cattengill. Check it out, Jordan. You know, it's Monday. Jordan Kleber, how are you today? It's Monday. You know, normally people, it's Monday, right? Super Bowl week, but it's Monday. There's always news. Oh, there's a lot of news. There's a lot we're going to get into today. But you know what? I kind of figure we start the sports hangover in this Monday, February 7th, with a little travel back in time. Where were you 12 years ago, Jordan Cleaver? Reminisce. Where were you 12 years ago to the date? My aunt's house. Pick up. Look out. To this day, dude, look. Deuces. Hair in my arms. I don't think I can ever see that enough. You? Can you? I watched it the other night. I'm like, wow. It's crazy because obviously... The onside kick to start the second half, Pierre Thomas's touchdown, Lance Moore, Shockey. I mean, it, we could all, we, we, we know every part of that game, right? Saints fans and New Orleanians. But honestly, even Hartley's kick to an extent, right? I mean, cause that was the quintessential, could you imagine ever being there moment? Right? I mean, you dream of that as a fan. We've been to the dome so many years. Man, and just sat there, like imagine being there and, and and experiencing just the final seconds ticking off, knowing you're going to the Super Bowl. Much less a game-winning kick, you know. And 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 we were we thought it was, was going to happen again in the 2018-19. More nerve-wracking. More, I think yeah, the Vikings happen. game yeah. was more nerve-wracking than the actual Super Bowl itself. Okay, there's no doubt. And, and you heard Drew Brees and Saints players say back then that. And absolutely, you saw them. It was tighter because, again, it was at your own place. It's one of the reasons, Jordan, if you remember when this uh, postseason first started, when I said, my Bengals, right? Who day? I said, why not? Why not? I said, their hardest game was that first one. Having to end a playoff drought, having to do it at their stadium all week, right? Everybody go, please, just please. They're playing with house money, honestly, right. the rest of the way. Right. That's what we said. Is that you? What? I'm sorry. Number one seed, great, fantastic. Tennessee, enjoy that pressure. We go. We don't care. We we won our play. We're ahead of schedule. We're we're doing we're doing fantastic. You win that game, awesome. Oh, but you got Kansas City. The noise. How will Joe Burrow handle 124? What did I say? Why not? Like who? I mean, they're they're not bothered. KC is the one that has the pressure. Walked right on in. The Saints played loose. They they looked comfortable. Super Bowl week, uh, you know, covering there, doing the show live from radio, just remembering everything. You legitimately got an honest to goodness sense of, I, I think they, I think these guys can actually go win the game. You know, when they honestly probably had no business beating the Vikings. That maybe they they shouldn't have. The Vikings gave that away. Brett Favre gave that game away. But at the end of the day, you have to make the play. Right? But it has to make that interception in Minnesota against Minnesota. And you have to make the plays in the Super Bowl. Anyway, it is crazy to think 
February 7th, 12 years ago. That's insane. 2010. 12 years ago. My dad had a paper bag, and he was hyperventilating in the <laughs> bag. He really honestly he, he was. He was actually like, someone give me a bag. I'm hyperventilating. So, look, we're going to talk a lot about this over a lot of different storylines today. It, it's fun. I got, just like Friday, kind of feel like I want to have a discussion day today about a lot of different topics and such. So I got Mike Triplett coming up at 12.15. We'll talk the very latest. There was a, oh boy, um, moment yesterday as Alvin Kamara got arrested. And it is, you know, if you look at the charge, it's battery with um, with bodily injury. And, you know, it's it's a felony attached to it. Now he posted bond and all that. We'll get the latest. What does it mean? Obviously, the first thing you think of, and, you know, they arrested him right after the Pro Bowl game without incident, turned himself in, whatever. And um, just sitting there going... I mean, my, 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 look, there's two thoughts immediately that, that popped in my head, Jordan. That was, you know, I mean, what happened, right? What happened? There's always two sides to everything, but at the same time, you're hoping it wasn't, you know, very serious. Not saying that this isn't, but you know what I'm getting at. Traffic accident that involves like rugs and all those different things. It, It could be a lot worse. Um, so apparently what, by what's released in by the reports, they're at a nightclub, probably somebody said something and a fight broke out. And the next day, a cop, cops were called at a hospital and the person was later identified as Alvin Kamara. They arrested him. That's where we are. The second thing that popped in your head is there, there's very likely, unless it gets dropped or unless nothing comes out of it like Marshawn Lattimore, right? He didn't serve a single game suspension this year that I know of, right? So now Deontay Harris eventually did, which I thought was crazy too, that it was basically the last third of the season. Thank you, Roger, for that, you know? Um, But again, the first thing popped in my head is minimum four games. I mean, if it's assault and battery fell, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I'm like two games, four games, six games. I mean, that's what I'm thinking already that this team's going to have to start without its running back the season. Again, that's if this goes through. That's if this, there's, there's a lot of steps and processes that it has to go, but clearly that's immediately the thing that you think about after initially going, okay, well, what happened? How serious is it? You know, is everyone okay one way, shape or form? Okay. So it was an altercation at a bar at a nightclub. So that is on the forefront of things. The other thing that it involves the New Orleans Saints is that it appears that they are of the nine teams that were looking for a head coach two Tuesdays ago. Two weeks tomorrow, Jordan. Insane. Two weeks. It was only like two yeah, coaches. Two weeks tomorrow, right? Sean Payton dropped the bomb. And at that exact moment, I like immediately that day and the next day, the Broncos and the Giants hired coaches and, you know, things of that nature. But it looks like over the weekend, Miami went with Mike McDaniel and um, offensive coach for the 49ers. Yes. So he's over there. Roy's doing his best propaganda that it's absolutely what he wanted. It's the best thing for the Dolphins. He's taking really? receipts. Oh, it's. You'd have thought that the second Flores was fired, Mike McDaniels was at the forefront of the list for him. 
Okay, I'm just letting you know. So that's what's been going on in Miami. The Texans apparently really liked Josh McCowan, but knew the backlash that they would get if they went with a never coached, you know, player, um, person that didn't have any coaching experience, essentially. Um, so they apparently last night got down to talking to Lovey Smith, their defensive coordinator. He was already on the staff. He would initially at all part of the interview. Jordan, where are we now at? 12.08 p.m. on a Monday. It says talks are getting really close. Close or really, really close. Yeah, Adam Schefter's essentially saying that they've had their initial big down. Essentially, it's the lawyers and, and agents now talking here. They, 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 it looks like it's gotten to the, hey, you don't want to be our head coach? And Lovey's like, sure, I'd love to be your head coach. Fantastic. Let your people talk to our people. And let's hash out the deal. That That's where it's at. The reason I bring this up is, Jordan, the Bears, the Broncos, the Giants, the Raiders, the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Dolphins, and it looks like the Texans have all settled on who they would like or have hired to be their head coach. Wait, you're the lone team. You're forgetting a team. No, I'm not. The lone team that has yet to reach yeah. to a conclusion is your New Orleans Saints. Which we all thought probably had the best idea of who was going to be their head coach. And that they, were, they, they were in a, a meeting right. with Eric Bieniemy for, what, eight hours? Eight hours, apparently, and over the weekend. And they get out the meeting. and Yeah. You know. So Well, yeah. I mean, that's my thing. If you're going to sit there with somebody for, you know, almost nine hours. What could you be talking about? Well, my, my, well I mean, are you offering him the job at that point? Eight I mean, hours. You, what? What? I mean, are they what paying? do you have to think about at the end of eight hours? Is he on payroll for those I, eight I, hours? I don't know. Eight-hour interview. So, anyway, that's where we are. I, I'll ask Mike where he's at here as well when it comes to that. So, three things to touch on with the Saints today. Uh, we'll love to get your opinion on it, Saints fans. I, for lack of a better way to put it, like, first take, how concerned are you about the Alvin Kamara incident? Um, I'm not, to be honest with you. He's never been a problem in locker room guy. Like literally most of Saints fans and Saints reporters are saying, what had to have been said for him to lose the cool enough, right, at that point? Um, so we'll toss that out to you. How concerned does that incident make you? Um, where are you as, as a fan about the head coaching search? The Saints are the last team. The last team at this point, it looks like it's either Bienemy or Allen, which is where we were on Friday. Now they've met with him, right? And then finally, I do want to get your your thoughts on how do you remember the seventh? I saw a couple people post out there already, like where were you? What what did you do exactly after that moment? I think Rod Walker, columnist for the Advocate and Picky, you put that out there. Like, what did you do exactly after that? I, I said this before. One of my favorite things to do sometimes when I'm just bored is to Google the Tracy Porter interception fan reaction on YouTube and just press search and just watch all. And, and then the technology was so different in 2010. You, you're not shooting it in 4K like you are right now. But grainy and everything, the, the fan reaction of fans at home, you know, your dad hyperventilating. I mean, my, I was calling, I, I remember just losing it in the stands. I just, cause it was towards the end zone that we were are, but we were in the opposite pylon, if that makes sense. And second he picked it up, I just remember, you know, it was like, 
And there was the pass, and blah, I mean, I just, just the place went bananas. And Are you just, glad that you were there yeah, to abs- witness it, or it, do you it, wish? I've I've asked myself that a hundred times because I called my wife. She's in the there. We're going to the quarter. We're all getting in the car right now. Like everyone went to the quarter, and then there was gridlock, and no one could leave the quarter. But everyone I called was like, "We're going to the quarter." I'm like, "No way!" And and you know, I didn't get back to the Fort Lauderdale Convention Center, which was where the media was for that. I mean, to one, 12 o'clock. I mean, it was like late. And I remember my dad had drove from New Orleans because my uncle Ernie lives in, in Miami. So they all went to watch it at his house, which is like three exits off the um, Palmetto Expressway. So they're right by the stadium. And so by the time I went and got my car and then drove back to my uncle's houses. I mean, it, it's been three and a half, four hours. I'm like, can y'all save me a beer? Cause I'm mean, like, I didn't even have a beer. I had like nothing, you know, for four hours. It was crazy. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I would say this, um, watching that confetti fall, watching them, per, you know, bring the trophy out, being there for the podium thing. And again, just that being there for the inner, like the sights, the smells, knowing what that was like being on the bus back to the media center and, and literally just, it was quiet, and I was just like, "I did they really just do that?" Like I, I couldn't believe it. And I was still kind of processing it and trying to get my phone calls into people, and all I heard was madness on the other end of the people are popping fireworks. I mean, it was it was crazy. It, it really honestly was. So part of me, yes, wishes I was here, but I don't think you could ever not want to be there at that moment when it happens because it's very rare. You know what I'm saying? I could watch it on TV. Very rare that you're there. In Plus, the you came back and you had the the mod- you had the the parade. You were probably at the parade. Right? Oh, absolutely, so, it was at the parade. I that was, was there probably tailgating like four hours beforehand. But I yeah. think that's all you really needed if you're New Orleans. But I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was my. You know, what was it like for you, and what did you do right afterwards? I I was I had tears. I absolutely had tears, and I remember yelling at Andrew Siciliano who earlier in that game. I told you the story about that clown, huh? The very beginning, you know, like when they introduced the Saints, like before the game, they they played a video, right? There's Pierre Thomas on. Oh, that. did he, did he they, say they, like they're talking about Katrina? Katrina yes, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, here we go again." It was just a little rain, boy. How long are they gonna? And I went off on this clown. I'm like, just a little. Okay, well, I see. I'm not gonna go into it, but yeah, I might have said something like, "The next time an earthquake swallows California, remind me that it's just a little shake or something." I just I went nuts on this clown. Anyway. um, so yeah, I, I, I might have done the Jordan Kleber in his direction. I can't believe you actually said that. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I uh, might have given him the one finger salute. Right? Did like, you really? Right as Tracy Porter was crossing. Did you end. really? So I look like I said. Was he sitting next to you? He was like one row and three seats to the left of me. Yes. Did you say hey? Well, I, I was yelling, and then he, he, he looked back at all like all the New Orleans, like Ed Daniels, all, all the television reporters. Everybody was in the section. That's where we were, but you sit in the stands, right? It's auxiliary press box. And, yeah, I mean, we're all cheering. We're all yelling. And, you know, the not supposed to yell and cheer rule. I'm like, whatever, bro. I mean, like, it's, yeah. I mean, he, he did like a look over the shoulder, like, really? Y'all are yelling? And then that's where, like, bro, turn around, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he has no idea who I am. I promise you I'll remember. I'll never forget that. Anyway, um. You know what else is kind of exciting too, Jordan? This week, this week, huh? Gotta get ready for it. The big game. The big game. The big Joey game. Big. 
Um, so do you have your apps ready? You ready to go? I'm ready Did to you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's all I need to know. Are you ready with that? Did you do it? I did. Are you ready? There's a bunch of different things that you can do. Obviously, same game parlays. You want to combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Rafael Esparza is going to join us here in a little bit. We'll go over maybe how you can do some of those parlays. Look, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, best of all. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Bet just $5 or more on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets. If your team is victorious, right? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code LaRose and get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 or more and win 286, uh, 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's simple. So use the draft, um, draft, use the code LaRose, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and away you go. Mike Triplett next on ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavaloom, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Small businesses are the backbone of America. Yet when it comes to workers' comp insurance, you rarely get the savings you deserve. That's because insurance companies tend to lump you in with other businesses, and you can get overcharged. At Pi Insurance, we're on a mission to change that. With Pi, you get a quote specific to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. If you like savings, take three minutes to see how much you could save at saveonpie.com. Pie makes workers' comp insurance as easy as pie, with friendly representatives just a call away. No wonder customers rate our service excellent on Trustpilot. You work hard to build your business and keep your employees safe. You deserve more from your workers' comp provider. See how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for Pie or get a quote today at saveonpie.com. That's saveonpie.com. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. We'll open up the phone lines here at the bottom of the hour after we speak with Mr. Mike Triplett. Covers you New Orleans Saints and the NFL for ESPN. Sir, how are you this afternoon? Always busy in this job, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we do have a, a lot to get into. So let's start on on the happier side of things. It's nuts. Uh, obviously, everyone's seen it this morning on social media. Twelve years ago to the date, sir, is when oh, the Saints won the Super Bowl. And obviously, that's the highlight that everyone's showing news? is... Yeah, it is happy news. Are, I think people are seeing that and getting wistful. No. <laughs> you, you can look at it that way and be like, they'll never happen again. But, Mike, you're oh, a Cubs no. fan like me. 
And, uh, yeah. and you know what? We've seen it. I, I got to see the Cubs win. I got to see the Saints yeah. win. I, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> it finally happened. No, but how look, do you remember you're, that you're year, right, man? Though, I, I was, I was joking, but I mean, I, I would say for both the legacies of Sean Payton and Drew Brees, it was actually one of the questions I asked Payton at his press, retirement press conference. I mean, everybody wants two, everybody wants three, everybody wants seven, like Tom Brady. But, you know, having the one, as a fan base, as an all-time great quarterback, as an all-time great coach, it, I, I said, do you think you could have possibly stepped away if you didn't have the one yet? And he said he doesn't know for sure. He said one wasn't enough. He always wanted two, um, and he would have wanted three after that. But, I, I, I mean, just as someone who's covered the team, who's followed the game, mm-hmm. you know, whether we're historians, whether whatever you want to call us, you know, winning the one is it's so important, and I, I think it's going to you know make them all be able to reflect back on their careers uh, uh, and, and consider them accomplished, even though we can all list all the times we thought they might get back. Yeah, no doubt. It, we all thought it, it it probably wouldn't be the last time for sure. But also, Mike, it it goes to show you just how hard it is and how oh, everything yeah. had to go that way. But you and know, they're not alone. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody that's not Tom Brady. <laughs> True. Uh, only has only won one. Nope. You know, Eli Manning snuck in there for two, and Roethlisberger got three early in his career, but only one for Russell Wilson. Only one for Peyton Manning when he was with the Colts. Still, he won a second one with uh, the Broncos. Only one for Aaron Rodgers. Only one for Red Favre. It's, yeah, it is very tough if you're not Tom Brady. <laughs> That's a very good point to make it to bring up all of those Hall of Famers that you just brought up there as well. What's the one thing you remember from that week, man? Like, I, re- I can still remember the sights and sounds, and people ask me all the time, Jordan did in the first segment, would I rather have been here? But seeing that confetti and then the post-game interviews with the players, you know, in the tent, and I just remember, and I never really get caught up in a lot of these things where we do interviews, yeah. Mike, but seeing the grass stains on Shockey's jersey and all that, I'm like, dude, this is like this is the Super Bowl, and they just won it. Like, it was surreal as a New Orleanian, you know, being able to be there and see it. So that's what I remember, though, that just the whole week, the driving, the traffic, just I, re- I remember yeah. it vividly. No, um, yeah, I mean, I have a few different memories. I mean, it was cool to be at the paper and have so many of us there working together that week. We, we had a lot of good memories. But, uh, but yeah, when you talk about the sights and sounds and, and being there after the game, definitely the, 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 the story I wrote or, you know, the, the main – I was writing the – sort of the main bar from that game, and, and I made it sort of my quest, too. I just followed Breeze and Peyton from, the you know, the moment the game ended to everything they did over the next 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, they shared a quiet moment together. They were in a golf cart, you know, being driven over to back onto the field to do some interviews. Uh, you know, they were holding the trophy together, and then they eventually finally got back in the locker room together. But, you know, it was really cool to follow them and kind of chronicle how they were just soaking it all in, and I'll always remember that. All right, let's move on, Mike, because uh, we, we'd like to see that moment again. We just don't know who the head coach yep. will sort of be. It's kind of nuts to think two weeks ago tomorrow, nine teams were looking for coaches. If you see the reports out of Houston, it looks like Lovey Smith's in line there. McDaniels got hired uh, with the Dolphins over the weekend. The Saints are the lone team remaining. It's a bit surprising considering that we all pretty much kind of like, well, it's Dennis Allen, right? <laughs> I mean, are you surprised well, the Saints are the yeah. last team? I mean, it's not surprising because they started two weeks behind everyone else. And, True. And, you know, I, I do agree, though, that when they started their search, the other teams were going so slow that it started to seem like, geez, they might be the sixth one to hire a coach while we're still waiting to see what's going to happen in Jacksonville and uh, um, uh, Houston. But, uh, but no, obviously, I mean, 
from a timeline standpoint, they're not dragging their heels or anything. They're, they they might be the last team to get a coach, but it still might be the shortest <laughs> search of all of them from 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 when they found out they had an opening to to when they they name a coach. And I do think it it could happen uh, very soon here. Um, it seems like you know it, they did not seem like they were planning to do second interviews, um, or at least not to make that a requirement. Maybe right. maybe they will do that if they're down to two candidates. And I want to hear from them both again, but um, they you know they went into the search thinking that these thorough first interviews was was their plan was just to do the first interviews, and and they've completed all the ones um, that we've known about. So uh, I think they've reached a stage where it's. It's reviewing now, and, and they could be ready to make a decision too. Speak with Mike Triplett from ESPN. So what do we make out of the what reportedly is an eight, eight-and-a-half-hour interview with Eric Bieniemy? I mean, Jordan asked me, and I don't know, so I'm asking you, what What do you possibly ask somebody that long a time? I mean, were they paying him while he was in there? I mean, <laughs> eight hours don't know if, uh, He's your guy or not, Mike? Well, no, look, I, I don't make too much out of that at all. I mean, it sounds like most of the interviews, you know, just an estimate were about six hours, and there's not much difference between six hours and eight hours. And maybe they broke for lunch in between and went downtown and had lunch. I mean, who knows? You know, maybe it was maybe they're all six and a half to seven hours, and that you know, you got rounded up to eight when it when it was passed on and reported. I I don't think it was. Now, if they said something like he had his interviews lasted three days and everybody else is six hours, I'd be like, all right, this is way different than everyone else. But no, I don't think that means it's it's way different. And if somebody's did last two hours longer, I don't know if that means. They had more concerns and more questions they needed to answer, or they were more fascinated and they were going over more plays and they were getting more excited. Like, I don't think you can read anything into into a couple hours difference here or there. So, I don't know. Could, could you have the best of both worlds and, and hire the enemy as the head coach and keep Dennis Allen as the defensive coordinator? Do you think that would work? Um. I think that is more feasible than I, – I, I wonder the, – the, the big curiosity is if they decided to go the Eric Glenn route, which would just be so fascinating if he was sort of one of the, one of the junior assistants on that staff who was new to coaching, relatively new to coaching, and, and like was sort of brought along under Dennis Allen. And then, you know, certainly, you know, guys like Chris Richard have been doing this longer. You know, would would you be able to hire someone like Aaron Glenn and have everybody on board with remaining on his staff after he used to be? You know, you used to be my boss. Now I'm your boss. Like that that one's interesting because I think Glenn is is a serious candidate that's going to be head coach in this league soon. So that yeah, one's more fascinating. Yeah, if they if they go for you know Brian Flores, who's been a head coach, or if they go for uh, Bieniemy, uh, who's been an offensive coordinator, or if they've gone the Doug Peterson route or, or Byron Leftwich. Um, who don't appear to be candidates anymore. Brian Dable was another one they talked to. I do suppose that's possible. I mean, I would assume if you're Dennis Allen, your instinct would be, look, if I'm getting passed over this time, maybe I need to go a different route. Um, but, you know, also, you know, some of that is pride and some of that is, all right, if I look around at all the available defensive coordinator jobs, this is still by far the best one with the best talent. So, um, it, it would be impossible for me to answer that question on his yeah. behalf, I, I, you know. Um, but I think it'd be tough. I think it'd be tough to pass up on him and, and still count on him and the entire defensive staff to stay. And then obviously, we're, we're not talking about Pete Carmichael here. He he declined the interview for the head coaching job, but um, he's great offensive coordinator too. And I don't know, you know, if you hired Eric Bieniemy, would he would he be wanting to work under? You know, so 
Um, there are, uh, I think a lot of that might play into the, the decision for the, who the head coach is, is what the staff's going to look like. And, and obviously I don't know how that would change from individual candidate to individual candidate. Mike, we'll wrap up with the news that, that hit yesterday after the Pro Bowl. Alvin Kamara was arrested, arrested in Vegas for charge of battery resulting in substantially uh, bodily harm. What do you make of this? What do you know? What have you been able to find out? Yeah, I don't have too many more details um, yet. The full police report hasn't been released, but, you know, I mean, it's a serious charge, obviously. Um, was it substantial or significant bodily harm added to it? Uh, I believe it's a felony charge. Yeah, so, it's a charge. Um, look, I mean, you know, I cannot play legal expert. Uh, you know, we had a situation with Marshawn Lattimore getting arrested, and the word felony was in his charge early last year, and then that, that ended up, you know, eventually being pled down and and he didn't even end up being suspended but but obviously the very early details of this case is very serious accusations so i mean it, this could be something that that uh you know it's not 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 good news to start an off season with one of your uh most critical players right so the first thing i look at obviously is okay what would happen the severity of it and because we've seen some incidents mike over with the raiders earlier this year where a death happened so i, I okay so it was a fight so that once that processed my mind, it unfortunately, that's where it went next. I'm like, okay, well, how many games, right? I'm thinking four, I'm thinking six, eight. But then you looked on the team this year, and Deontay Harris and Anyamata yeah. and Lattimore, all three, we all thought we were going to miss some time, and only two eventually did. One was for different issues. So you, you really actually probably have to wait until the season starts to know. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I mean, look, and obviously everything Kamara means to the team, you don't want to um, boil it down to just uh, how many games is he going to miss? Like, that's all you care about. I mean, you know, this sticks. You know, we, we highlight these guys when when they're doing great things in the community. And, uh, uh, you know, so when something negative like this happens too, uh, you don't want to act like all I care about is how this affects right. the football team. Uh, you know, it stinks to, to see somebody who's thought so highly of involved in accusations like this so um but we need we need more details to come before and you know anyone can pass any kind of judgment no doubt mr mike triplet bsbn appreciate the time as always man thank you bud all right thank you there is and mike triplet's the way to follow him over on twitter quick break we come back jordan let's open up the phone lines want to get your thoughts as a saints fan what do you remember what and then also um have i changed my mind about something about what I've changed my mind about something and someone, and quite honestly, maybe I don't want to trade them now. I think I know where you're going with this. We'll talk about that next. The sports hangover in a home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Ontario, Douay, Ontario. More than just an insurance company, they're marine insurance specialists. Whether it's fishing boats, cabin cruisers, sailboats, or marine industry, you can trust Terrio Douay Ontario to get you the coverage you need at a price you deserve for your home, your auto, life, fire, and health. They've been taking care of people since 1957. Call Terrio Douay Ontario at 475-5126. Just ask for Lynn Pierce or David O. along Bayou Lafouche in Golden Meadow. 
Hey team, it's a full house. We gotta pick up the pace. At Hank's restaurant, the line goes around the block. Is this for 12? Okay, I need the truffle oil drizzle. What he needs is another line cook. Oh man, are the quail breasts still in the sous vide? Dave, can you keep an eye on that please? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Carson Kressley. Of all the most valuable resources in the world, kindness is the most precious. For more than 140 years, American Humane has been working to make the world a kinder place for animals. Rescuing those caught in disasters, protecting animals on our farms, on the silver screen, and the world's remarkable and endangered species who need our care to help them survive. All of us can make a difference by making humane choices at the supermarket, in our choice of entertainment, and by supporting conservation and rescue efforts. It's not hard at all. Make being kind a lifestyle choice and visit AmericanHumane.org for simple ways you can help build a more caring, compassionate, and humane world for animals and for all of us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Jordan Kleber, what do I do? What do I do? Do I have to send apologies? Turn this team over. On cue, you do it again. Bad entry feed. Good job, Gary Clark, on the steal. Ingram now drives. Shovels to Jackson. Running the floor and another dunk. And, and one. One. Eight. Hmm. Right corner, get it to Jose. Splits defenders. Yes, Extra sir. pass Jackson. Oh, and a reverse right-hand punch. Not two, but now Martin right of the top three. Rims out. Oh, rebound. Jackson just took it away from Shangoon. Jackson running the break. Sprints front court. Is he going to go all the way in? He will. And one. Lay it in. And one. Foul Shangoon. And Jackson just with the primal scream at every member of the bench who came to their feet. Look, man. I. He's putting the ball I, on I'm the ground. Just, I, and he's actually going to the rim. Yeah. Deshaun, give us a call right back, man. I was going to come to you. Um. Pelicans win last night. 120 107 is the final in Houston. Third straight road game uh, that they've won. And, and three game win streak going on, which is nice, right? All on the road here. Beating the Pistons, the Nuggets, and the Rockets. They're now at home for six straight. The next. Road game. You know what the next road game is, Jordan? Do you know the date on that one? At Phoenix, mm-hmm. February 25th. Yeah. And you were saying yeah. that might be the game where we see well, Zion. I would like to see Zion, yes. I would like to see Zion. Now, that's three Fridays from this one. This Friday's the 11th, then it's the 18th, then it's the 25th. Guess, what, guess, guess, okay. who, guess who we play after that one on national television. Oh, we're going to get to them here in a quick second. We're going to get to that in a quick second. Um, So, but I got to start with this. I mean, I do. I mean, because I, look, I'm somebody that I just, I tell you how I feel and I look at certain things. Jackson Hayes 
in the last two weeks, really week and out. Last week he got was career high nineteen points. I think back to back twenty point games. So he's playing out of his mind. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I'm not being ugly on this, but Hayes at twenty one. So he's continuing to just play really well. But Jordan making passes, getting open, blocking shots. The defense has always been sort of thing. To the point where, I again, I, I have to apologize. Right? I mean, I do. At the beginning of the season, I'm like, just this guy. And I've said it in the last couple of weeks. Is he ever going to be a starter for you? I, I still don't. But what I'm saying is, can he give you at least some serviceable minutes? Can he do something for you here? And he's not just doing that. Like, you're you're seeing as Antonio Daniels and John DeShazer and the graph and Daniel when they make the calls again. You see the 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 potential there, the possibility, the athleticism, the ability to be able to do certain things. The guy, he knocks down a three. He's running the court. He's playing defense. He has two blocks yesterday, seven rebounds, 21 points in 28 minutes. He does that for me. That's more than. I that, mean, I, that you're asking way more than. Well, I, what I'm I, saying, I, is, I take 15 a night. I but that's again. If you're being that productive for me, then yes, I want you a part of my team in the future. You and I had more discussions over the weekend with a bunch of other people on Twitter about whether or not I want to ask you, Pels fans, this: How active do you want the Pels to be? By Thursday at 2 p.m. Central. That's the NBA trade deadline. Like, do you want to trade Jackson Hayes? I think I've changed my mind on it. I think I want to see him develop a little bit more here. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I'm only bringing these guys' names because those are going to be the two youngest players that teams may ask for. It's Josh Hart, somebody that a team may ask for because of contracts and stuff. Sadoransky and Temple, things of that nature. But those are probably the players being asked about. Right? Or you're considering using in trades. Has Jackson Hayes' recent play make you as a Pels fan say, you know what, I don't, I think I want to keep him a bit longer. I, I think I've changed my mind on that. You? One thing I always say about the Pelicans slash Hornets, because it's always happened. Yep. Always had these young players. And they go develop And as soon as you else? see them start okay. to make a little bit of mm-hmm. progress... They trade them for, you know, one of a veteran leader. And then all of a sudden, a few years down the line, you see him in the playoffs. Right. All these players, and you, then you're naming off, well, we used to have them, and now he's a key contributor so to another team. We're going to break down this game run. here, what we're seeing here. But, Terry, as we bring you into the conversation here as well, thank you for calling the sports hangover. I just, this, this team's really playing well together, and they care about one another. And I just, I'm a little leery of just, Throwing in new wrenches here, things. I don't know. Let's go back and forth, discuss that. Terry, what you got for us today, man? Thanks for going. Yeah, let's go. All right. I appreciate you taking my cards. I'm going I'm 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 to uh, uh, pick off of what uh, uh, y'all said, right? I agree with what he's saying. And I'm all the players on the team, well, I don't think you should take trade at this point. The dog's point is Josh Hall. Here's the reason. Not because he's a great player. Because we have nobody on this team with no legacy. We have nobody on no best we could bring in to show us. We don't have nobody. And to your point, every time we get somebody like Josh Hart, who's playing hard, who's having that identity, right, then we trade him. we got to start all over again. I'm not surprised by uh, Jackson Hayes. 
I'm probably the only one because I thought he was more of a four five, uh, a four three, not a five four. Mm-hmm. You know, lighting the pressure. But that being said, I thought he could do some things at the fourth five, at the three spot because he's so agile and he can move his feet a lot better. So what he's doing out on the court, I've been saying that since our best, our, our, our best, best coach in the world, uh, Stan Van Gundy had it here. You know, but uh. I'm not gonna go down there. You already know how I feel about him. But if we do, we shouldn't trade Josh Hart. Not because he's a better player. It's because we need that. We have to, at some point in time, we have to start developing something. The closest thing the Pelicans have as a veteran leader who can come in here and say, "This is the Pelicans' way," is David West. He don't even identify as a Pelicans. No Understand what I'm saying? Chris Paul don't even identify as a Pelican. Every Baron Davis don't even identify as a Hornets slash Pelican. So, at what point do we say, God, uh, Tony Allen was the best team, best player at Memphis, but he was Brian Allen. Uh, 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 what is his name? Debo. Uh, Memphis. He was a great player, but we know when they came to Memphis, Brian Allen. At some point in time, guys, we have got to stop getting better and better, right? We can't always, because we ain't going to get much better for Josh Hart. Somebody else going to get better for Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. But Josh Hart is our identity at this particular time. Yes, we know we cannot win a championship with Josh Hart alone. Is the Pelicans in position right now to win the championship? I would say no. Are they in a position right now to go to the playoffs? I would say that's, come on, guys. You know, that's, you know we can hope and pray and stuff like that, but realistically, Y'all know we're not going to make the playoffs, no matter how well we're off there right now. Wait, 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 Come on. Come on, Terry. They're in the 10th spot of the playoffs right now. Yeah, I know. I, I, so, 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 but what I don't understand is how can you say you realistically don't see this team making the playoffs? You think it'll get worse in the last 30 games? No, I don't. I, don't, I think, yeah, if we start making the Okay, I see what you're saying. That Well, that's what I was asking. Right. So you're saying if... You stay as is, you have better hope that this team will continue the path that's on. And that, I, Terry, I'm kind of with you. That's kind of where I feel this weekend. That's kind of where I feel right now on this Monday. I'm kind of like, you know what? I think you just kind of, yeah, Stan Van Gundy tweeted yesterday. Oh, yeah. Was, I, was, I saw that. <laughs> wow, what a job Willie Here we go. Uh, uh, Stan Van Gundy, my Stan Van Gundy. No, oh, oh, I'm not going to do it in his voice. Here we go. He tweeted 15 hours ago after the win. Willie Green has done a great job, and his team has improved incredibly. Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart have been great, and Herb Jones has been the biggest surprise in the rookie class. Again, Terry's why I'm bringing it up. I, I almost feel like I'm just like, just run it as it is. Yeah, I Honestly, you know, when, when's my dude coming back and just kind of run it as it is? I see Jackson Hayes. And I see what they're doing. I see the vision. I okay. see the fact that they have Jackson Hayes playing that side. You got to understand when Zion comes back, or if Zion comes back, that's going to be Zion over there on the wing. And you see Harry Jones bringing the ball, of course. That's going to be Zion bringing the ball, of course. So I see Willie really Green's vision. Mm-hmm. I understand it. And I'm good with it. You understand what I'm saying? All I'm saying is we need a catalyst. Our catalyst is that person named is Josh Hart at this particular time. He's that attitude. He's that person. He's that Dude, jo- Josh Hart's key. Josh Hart is key. Hey, it's Josh um, Hart's team. He ain't got to be the best player. He's Josh Hart's team. It's his team right now. You know what I'm saying? It is what he is. Well, I wouldn't say you it's his team. I, I, I think Brian? it's Brandon Ingram's team. Well, you know what I mean. 
No, but but look, well, no, you know well, what? look, look, look at what, look at what attitude wise. No, I hear you, but look, look at what um, Stan Van Gundy tweeted. He mentioned Brandon Ingram improving, and then he mentioned Josh Hart. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think one has shown sort of the, 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 the heart and veteran ability there, and Brandon has absolutely played incredibly. I mean, you had guys Like, my from respect the team. for Brandon Ingram is well, incredibly you had You had Jose Alvarado, and I believe Nall was sitting next to Jose Alvarado yeah. in the, the post-game interview at the podium with mm-hmm. the media. Well, he's and, asking questions. And Jose now. was asking <laughs> questions. So it's yeah. just seeing the relationship no. between the team and B.I. They becoming genuinely that care about leader. one another. It really honestly do, you know? Yeah, I mean, do. it really honestly is. They do. So, all right, so I'm going to put you down, Terry. I'm going to put you down if we were doing a poll to just kind of stay as is, huh? Stay where we at, bro. All right. Thank you, Terry. All right. I'm with you. Terry, Cajun Goat, I see you on the line. Um, Let me hit the break now since it's 1244 anyway, and that way I won't rush you and get you on out of here. So we'll go to Cajun Goat right out of this break. And we'll continue this discussion. Again, we'll go to the locker room. We'll hear from the coaches and players here as well. But, Pels fans, how do you feel? I'm kind of feeling I'm feeling different now, the week of the NBA trade deadline, than I was perhaps a week or two ago, Jordan. Aren't you? I, I honestly am. Like, I don't know if I want to part ways with Jackson Hayes right now. I'm looking towards the do Lakers Do I want to part now. ways? I'm, looking, I'm coming after Well, them. speaking of them, you're in the 10th spot. You know who's above you? The Lakers. The Lakers may have to do a play-in game. Can you imagine that? Could you imagine knocking out AD in LaBoo? Stop, you're making oh, my mouth water. I, I need that. Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safeguarding discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the 
phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Jordan Kleber. This was another one of those top plays Take last night. Here with a bucket. Bounce feed to Herb. Lost it. Got it back. Now leave it for the trailing Ingram. Steps into a straightaway three. Step into it. Boom! Go ahead, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> he went off in that third quarter. Ingram's got 13 points in the quarter, by the way. Pell's trail by one. Alvarado just checked in. Oh, to the cutting. Ingram in the two-hand flush center oh, of the lane. Have some. Jackson Hayes draws the attention defensively, and B.I. got right into a dead spot in front of the rim. That call right there as we bring in Cajun Goats. Alvarado made the right read. B.I. made the dunk, and you heard Jackson Hayes create the space. I'm telling you, I, I've changed. I, I, I honestly am. I don't know. Somebody talk me out of it. I, I kind of feel like I'm switching well, sides here. I kind of feel like, you know what? Let Willie Green and these guys keep going. You're already in the 10th spot. Do I want to give up young potential talent that seems to be improving under Willie Green. And quite honestly, one of the vets another team may want is Josh Hart. I, he's too valuable for me. I I, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, at, at, for what? To, to move to nine? To move to eight? I, I just, I don't know because I don't have you-know-who yet. <laughs> if I had you-know-who, then maybe I'm willing. I don't know. Help me out here. Cajun Goat, what do you got? Uh, Gus, I'm still, I'm still in the trade market, but I'm not giving up, I'm not giving up none of the young assets that I want. Let's be honest. Devontae Graham has been in the league for a while and his play has really sunk. Uh, Jose comes in and runs that offense, buddy, and listen to the plays because he's the point guard that's running the point and he doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, I, I need to get rid of these turnover kings. Uh, I'm okay with even Nikhil Alexander-Walker getting traded. I'm not okay with Josh getting traded because we want that veteran presence. And I'm okay with uh, I'm okay with Temple and Sato. Well, I've been okay with that since they got here. <laughs> but uh, if you if you get a good deal for a McCullum or a Fox, a guy that can come in when because we know Brandon doesn't stay healthy the whole season, kind of like a Bi thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, Bi is the kind of the same thing. He doesn't. He just doesn't. He doesn't stay healthy like you know Anthony Davis just made, doesn't stay healthy. So you need a guy that can score for you, can create and stuff like that. So I'm all in on the McCollum, but I don't think I'm trading Jackson. And and I'm I'm on an apology train with you because I was yep. on that same thing with Jackson. Yep. But I can tell you right now, I would trade Jonas before I trade Jackson. Whoa! Because I think right now whoa, whoa, Jackson whoa, 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 is playing whoa, whoa. better ball than Jonas. So that's right now. You can't yeah, tell look, me I, he's not. I I was I. Okay. He can guard. I, he can I, guard anybody fast. Know, Anytime Jonas I, gets somebody fast, look at the little guys from the Rockets no, that were killing I, Jonas I, the goal. I know. I, I think Jonas looks tired or something. I I still think, dude. I I can't do that. Yeah, Jonas no, I to me. Because remember, I'm if I had to, ha- if I had to choose, if I had right to choose. now, oh, if I had to choose right now between the two, I think I'm going to keep Jackson over Jonas. And I know that's a big thing, so, man, because, so I, we, you know, I guess I, would, playing. I guess I would look at it like this. If I had to choose, who helps Zion more? I think it's Jonas. I think Jackson would, too. I think Jackson would because Zion's defense is not that great. Then you're going to have two slow guys going after guys. So I would probably yeah, still keep Jackson. Look, I, I mean, look at the so, guys. Jackson's starting to get a reputation, Gus, that I don't want to drive on this guy. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed it over these last few games, but these guys are hesitant when they grab the ball and Jackson Hayes is watching them on the perimeter 
or watching him, you know, uh, or, or if he's inside. They're thinking twice. Jackson is a SWAT king in there on defense, and that's that's what we said is his problem was his defense. But, man, since he went to the G League, came back, played the four, this dude here is lights out. Yeah. No, like, well, like again, the fact we're having this discussion – it's pretty incredible, isn't it? Well, at the same time, you've seen yeah, Jackson Hayes play the floor I, all a little I can bit say more, is, so it's it's, it's kind all, of different. All situation. I can say that's is a very good point. Brother. That's a very good point. They're they're playing him in a different position, and and, and he's ex, he's excelled there. And, and you kind of wonder if he just go big, the, the way they do sort of right and now. It might change his game. If well, he, they had he, to. They, yeah. He's going big because of the fact that that Her, Herman Gomez is out right now with the COVID. Yeah. So he's you know playing a lot more I, minutes, what, what, and he's what, playing both spots. We'll try to get the graph on, um, maybe even David Wesley this week here as well. We'll try to look at it from a basketball standpoint as to why, why has this game improved? Is it how they're being used? Is it their rotations and stuff? Again, 2 p.m. Thursday is the trade deadline. And I'm, again, I'm sitting here at 12.52 on a Monday and I'm like, I don't know if I want to part ways with him, which is not how I felt two thirds of the season so far. You're right. I didn't either, Gus. I was with you, but get him out of here. You know, but mm-hmm. I tell you, the way he's playing right now is a testament to the coaching staff and to the coaches. But also, Gus, would, if you had a shot, if, and look, Portland gave, Portland gave away two guys, two good guys, for hardly nothing. If you can get them for some of that bench that you're not using, even Najee Marshall, uh, and you can get McCollum, you wouldn't want McCollum as a guy that can come in and be your starting point? No, I hear you, but look, McCollum, again, especially I, I fear since everyone – in that Clippers trade said that the, the Blazers got fleeced. I, I wonder what, you know, if they're just out of, out of because of that, they're going to ask for more now. What is it that they want? And don't forget this 30 mil. CJ's 30 mil. So. Yeah, but there's ways, Gus. No, uh, I, I, mean, I, I understand. There. There's I'm just, ways to do I it, know. But, but let's, I'm let's, just saying, he's you not know, young. Who, who's veteran, what, what veteran presence do you want? McCullough's oh, or Temple's? I, no, I no. I mean, come on, yeah. <laughs> okay, one you want, score. Yes, no, I hear you. I mean, you also you also dishing salary when you get rid of Sato and Temple. I again though, Portland has to want that. They have to agree to it. That that's my problem. Yeah, I know, but you can also <laughs> give them picks, Gus. Why are you stashing picks when you have a young team already? I I hear you. I hear you. All right, you thank know, you. You got go. draft picks that you can give up too. All right, so that, that, I mean, which do you want? All right, say if you give one of your first round picks up this year, because you're mm-hmm. going to have two with the Lakers and yours, and so you give them one of your first round picks. Mm-hmm. Is that is McCullum worth that? All right, let's go. Uh, let's, a let's, veteran let's guy happens. that's played in the league and is proven. Well, look, there's there, there's a lot <laughs> of chatter that they're going to be in the buyer's market here. That they're going to be very active. So let's see what they do. I, I'm just curious now if maybe pieces that last week. We're on the table if they're still on the table. I, I, I don't know. I also got to know what, what's up with you know who. Like, I mean, am I seeing you this year or not? I, I just, I mean, you know, and what, and, and again, yeah, I got what, what is my, my, my goal this year? I, I, I guess what I'm saying is this. I'm all about being active. I'm all about going and get players. I, I, I'm, but I want players that are also going to help me next year. Right. You get what I'm getting at? Like, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, you know, if you sign a McCollum, a guy like that, you want it for the future. And I think yeah. if they get anybody gets on this team with Willie Green, they're going to want to play for him. No, I, I uh, agree. It's with not you. like the, the toxic environment. I mean, right. if you come into a good environment, I mean, right now they're in the people that's getting traded is kind of in a toxic toxic environment. 
if you put them in a good environment, which you have right now, mm-hmm. a really good environment, uh, you know, it's just like what Sean Payton did. You had to get the toxicity out of the out of the locker room. These guys are playing together. Thanks, man. I want to get to Eric here before the All top right, of the hour. Appreciate the phone call. All right, so you heard Jordan, Cajun Goat, he made his case, but he also said things like he's almost he would almost rather, if he had to choose, pick Jackson over Jonas. We would have remotely said that. I'm so not saying that, but I, I'm not I, I, I hear you. I understand but my his point, point is that goes to show you the, the recent level of play from Jackson Ace. Eric, what you got for us today, bud? Hey, God bless you. Um, we sorely need outside shooting. Man. You know, going for three, for 35, mm-hmm. three-pointers. Um, Josh Hart is on a two-year contract. Is that right? Yes. And and we're not sure if he really wants to return. I'd be willing to trade him to get some three-point shooting that you definitely need. So I'll be willing to part with Josh Hart. Okay, so Josh Hart's on the table. What about Jackson Hayes? Yeah. I would keep Jackson Hayes. Like you, I would have wanted to get rid of him about a month ago, but no, I want to see how this develops in the end. Yeah. I want to see the end of the story with him. Um, you know, um, B.I., to me, he can be around the same age as Josh Hart. They came in together. He can provide some of the veteran leadership that you mm-hmm. need. Um, B.I. can, and maybe bring in the veteran um, three-point shooter. So that would take care of the – because you definitely need veteran leadership. We Maybe can get that in, in the trade also. What about Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Uh, oh, I'll get rid of him. Yeah. on the table? Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. He'd be the first one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just can't trust him. <laughs> you know, no. He may prove us wrong a month down the road. Like yeah, that. I think the consistency oh. thing with him is the, again, because here's, here's, and here's why I'm saying this isn't free agency where, you know, mm-hmm. I can go find a player. The money is we're going to determine it. And if I can sell him on our vision, when you were talking mm-hmm. trades, it's a trade someone's going right. to want something for you. The better the player you're trying to get, the more the antes. It's either going to be draft picks like Cajun Goat saying, stop stashing them, you know, use some of those. Um, now, again, it depends what does that organization want. If I'm Portland, I got a new coach here, a young coach, there's no doubt by what you're doing, and especially if you trade C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard is asking for a trade this summer. I mean, Dame Lillard right. will not be a Portland Trailblazer. So, what are we rebuilding here? You know, am I, do I need the draft picks and, and go like the way of the Oklahoma City Thunder? Do I want, you know, players, um, from that standpoint? So I, I think when you look at it, it's what would Portland want? I think it'd be a, a mixture, Jordan, of what? Draft picks, right, Eric? Maybe a young player. Just I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm just saying in general. Like, if I look at the Pell's roster, I am now, especially after this last week, I am asking for Jackson Hayes, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Well, Jackson Hayes value, and it's a good (laughs) thing for the Pell's. I mean, don't look at it as, oh, man, now I want to keep him. I think you could look for, like, if he continues this and you decide to hold on to him even into next year, Mm -hmm. who's to say that you don't trade him another season from now and his value might Right, but I'm saying right now, if you, if, if to get CJ oh. McCollum, who are you putting on the table? Oh yeah, it's probably gonna, if you do put Jackson on the table, that's probably gonna lessen some of the chips that you have to give up. Cause remember, the thing, I think the thing too, Eric, as you mentioned Josh Hart, Josh Hart's value is to a team that's in contention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not Portland. Right. right so I don't know if, if I'm no. Portland, am I asking for a Josh Hart? Like, what is Josh Hart doing for me? Because Josh Hart's gonna ask me in the summer, get me out of here. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what you have to think of when it comes to that trade. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate the phone call, bud. Thanks a lot.
Yep, for sure. That is the end of hour number one. Chris, I see you on hold. We will come to you right after the top of the hour break. It's the Sports Hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball. ESPN New Orleans. It's Tango Day, everybody. Follow after me and step and bet and slide and dip. That's Tango. Why is Ice-T leading our Tango class? It's probably the heart-shaped Honey Nut Cheerios. He found out they can help lower cholesterol. Now he's having fun taking care of his heart in all sorts of new ways. Let's see those hips move, people. Hurry and get your heart-shaped Cheerios. They're only here for a limited time. 